0: have you along for the ride thanks a lot for stopping by really glad to have this guy on and the way that we met is going to be a very interesting story for you uh, it's kevin Conley, of course he's a great actor he's also a producer he's a director he's a writer he does it all and just a great american kevin first of all really great to have you on the program thanks man
1: Oh, thanks for uh thanks for having me. Obviously, you know, we I've been a Twitter fan of yours for a while cuz anybody that <laughs> fires the way you fire, I always know to check in, check in on your Twitter when something's going down in the, in the news world, politics and stuff. So,
0: well, it, it's very interesting. But no, you're very welcome. First of all, you're from Patchogue, right? Yes, Patchogue I'm from, Island. That's I'm it. From Co- I'm from I'm from Kopeg. Okay. I think so, that so was
1: how I knew probably I, could, I knew I could Ask you a couple questions. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Long Island guy. He's definitely, he's got a, he's got strong opinions, but I figured right. I could go to you for a straight answer, which is kind of right. how we met, which is kind of funny.
0: Well, uh, Copeg is my hometown. I was born in Amityville and I think the hospital's gone. I think that I was born, then they got rid of the hospital, but I was there recently. It's still a beautiful place. Long Island, New York is so nice. And, and you know, what's right. going on I'm in New York great. city new, is go ahead. new serial killer coming out of Long Island. New serial wait, 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 killer why, why is that what right we're right known for? Yeah, we're known we're known know, for Massapequa. By the way, Massapequa has produced some really great comedians, some really great actors, and then uh, Joey but, and then Joey Buttafuoco and, and Amy Fisher. You know, yeah. So and now this new Long Island killer. So we'll try we'll try to stay away from the negative of it, <laughs> but uh, I, I do I do miss the heck out of some pizza from Long Island. So I'm glad that we're kindred spirits that way. You reached out to me one day on Twitter. You, I followed you. You followed me. Whatever happened, right. and you DM'd me, and the question was. How is Rudy Giuliani the same guy that we saw save New York and save America after 9/11? And they're saying all these horrible things. And that I, right. I happen to be interviewing him the next day. I'm very good friends with the with the mayor, and and I asked him your question. I said a really big name out of Hollywood. I'll let people know it was you. Now was just wondering <laughs> why is this happening? And and it wasn't a political question. Your question was very it was very it innocent, really Joe. How is it the same guy? Fill my audience in on that if you don't mind.
1: Well, yeah, like I said, I, I had a I just had a gut instinct um, that I could just sort of ask you. And I I believe if you even look at the message, I was sort of like, Joe, I'm going to ask you a question. Don't get mad at me. I'm just, a guy, <laughs> you know, just a guy thinking out loud. But I said to you, like, is this really the same guy from 9-11? I mean, come on, you know, you see the stuff on the news or whatever. Again, we don't right. want to talk too much about it. But, you know, if you're just watching TV, you know, you would it's a it would be a, a fair question um because he did so much during 911 and he was right. a guy that you really you you looked forward to hearing on the news he made you feel like it was going to be okay and yes. then years later i'm like no oh, you're telling me this is the same guy from from 911 that was that was co- sort of my question to you and then we just kind of started going back and forth as uh, a yeah. I can always go to you for a a straight answer.
0: It was just a couple of guys, a couple of fathers. I've got five daughters. I know that you've got children. I mean, when when we look at our worldview, it's not that different. I'm a little bit older than you are, but, I mean, we're still kindred spirits from the same part of the world. And you're right, right. When Rudy Giuliani was that guy, they had him on Saturday Night Live to tell people right. you're allowed to laugh again. So to make him this, right. this ogre that he is today, listen, you don't have to like Rudy Giuliani's politics. You don't like that he is connected to Trump. I'm okay with that. But to say that the same guy right. that basically galvanized this country after 9-11 is now the devil incarnate, I think you had a very basic American guy question and I appreciated it. So I asked him the next day and he actually gave you an answer, right. which I thought was, was pretty right. good. But a lot of people are like you though, Kevin, a lot of people, they don't want to be on one side or the other. They just want to get the truth out there and it's difficult to do. It just is. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, I know that, you know, there's this narrative that, well, you know, if you live in Hollywood, you must be like, some kind of a deranged lunatic. Right. And I'm here to tell you that that's not necessarily the case because there is a bunch of us. That are just like kind of walking around trying to figure it out as we go, man. You know, um, L.A. is a bit of a nightmare right now. Obviously, as you can as you can see, I've lived out here for quite some time now, and it's just I don't know. It's it's bad, man. You can't, you know. I it, you know right around the corner from my office is a convenience store where you would go to get whatever, Gatorade, yeah. whatever it is that you would want. Right. Like I, I walk out, I take my watch off, and I don't have some kind of crazy watch, but I'm thinking, wow, oh, man, this is crazy. Uh, you know, I'm just not. I'm just gonna leave things here because it's right. The streets are that dangerous. So, um, yeah, man, listen, uh, you know, the, the other thing, too, to your point, when I asked you that question, you happen to be who you are. We know where you stand, Joe. Yeah, right? right. But I was There's just no confusion. Guy, yeah. that, I, I, I get where you're coming from. But to me, I was just a, I know it was just a guy asking a question. There was not it was not a political question. It was like yeah, this guy. Bags. He's from Long Island. I'll ask right. him, you know. Um, so right right and, and the, and the question was that, right? the
0: question was I thought I knew who Giuliani was, did I get it wrong? Did we all get it wrong? Was all of America right. uh, you know somehow convinced of that he was somebody he wasn't you know in in tw- oh, twenty years ago? so it was a very valid right. very american question I, I've got to ask you because you know I, I watch some of these Netflix shows I'm not a real uh, I'm not a big network TV guy anymore. But I do know this. We're all going to be out of programming soon if something doesn't happen. Uh, Kevin, why do writers go on strike? I remember in the late 80s, I was in New York City. We were going to go see Letterman. And there was a writer's strike in the late 80s. Um, and they weren't doing any production at all. So Letterman was shut down. Everything was shut down. Why does something like right. this happen? I mean, the industry has to know we need the people to write the stories. We need the people to act very well. We need the people to produce it and direct it and so on. Why would one one cog of that have a problem with, with uh, I guess, the production of the whole thing? And why not just give them what they want so we can get back to production? Well, the, well, the biggest the biggest issue now is the
1: streaming aspect, right? I think when streaming yeah. first came around, it was... uh. It was a little gray area, but now streaming is such a big part of our of our business that we need to get a fair share of it. The actors, they just do. So in other words, if you if you were to have HBO Max and uh, you could watch an episode of Entourage that I acted and directed in and you could watch it a thousand times and it doesn't mean anything to me. Right. And on networks, those are those terms are a little bit more clearly defined. So it really is just about you know um, people getting their their fair share because clearly streaming is here to stay and then uh, the AI of it I mean you and I could go down a rabbit hole a long rabbit hole the AI is right. uh, also uh, something to discuss.
0: No, I, I want to do that because they threatened you guys with AI. It's Kevin Conley. Go to com. Go to Mr. Mr. Kevin Conley over on Twitter. That's how we met. It's very interesting what you just said. I didn't think about it, but this does relate to radio. In what I do, when somebody wants me to do a commercial, it could be 100 bucks a spot. It could be $1,000 a spot, Right. When they ask me to do that, it's either a one-time payment, here you go, or I'll pay you X amount of times when it runs, every time it runs. And I'm assuming by what you said that you guys, uh, whether it's writers, directors, actors, whether it's producers, you're given one fee, and then Netflix or uh, Amazon, whoever the streaming service happens to be, is making a gazillion dollars on all the views, and you guys aren't getting extra pay because of all the extra money coming in. That's not fair, is it?
1: Yeah, no, it's not. And then, you know, it's again, you know, 95% of actors in the Screen Actors Guild don't earn enough money to have that be their only job. So right. that alone makes you say, you know, actors, they count on that, you know, and and, and, and we need it. And and listen, it's always a negotiation. There's a fair ground. And we just have to find that fair ground. And hopefully, uh, sooner than later, because coming off of the COVID COVID and the you know, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously that hit everybody, but my goodness, what it's done to this business, the city, all of it, and now a strike on top of that. I mean, at this point, it's just par for the course, you know?
0: Right, it's crazy. Uh, it's Kevin Conley, actor, director, producer, just a great guy from Long Island, from Patchogue, if you're from Long Island. Um, the question I have, you just brought this up in my brain. I didn't even think about this. The question I have is, people assume that actors are all loaded. You guys are all rich. You're all Correct. Kevin Conley. You're all Mark Wahlberg. You're all, you're all The Rock. When, in essence, As you said, most of these actors can't make a living just on acting. They're doing other jobs on top of it. So they're losing. Uh, Listen, you're losing. Don't get me wrong, but you're a very successful guy. You might be able to ride this out. Some people are really suffering.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think the longer it goes, if this doesn't wrap up soon, I think you're going to see people start to lose their homes and have to move out already in the last six months. Um, friends in the business and different aspects of the business, whether it's, you know, marketing or any aspect of the business. A friend that just moved back to Virginia, a friend of mine just moved to Indianapolis. I mean, people are dropping like flies. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's sad to see. And, and L.A. will always come back. It's just a matter of when and uh, who can ride it out. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to where, you know, I, I'll be OK. But, you know, it, it's, you always also want to look out for your peers as well.
0: Mr. Kevin Conley over on Twitter, kevinconley.com. It's Kevin Conley. You, of course, know him famously from Entourage, but many other things as well. Um, I, I've got to ask you this when, when it comes to going to a set and you're ready to go, I, I mean, I've been on sets before, I've been a narrator in a movie, but I'm not, I'm not an actor by any means. Um, you got what a great narration voice, Joe. Well, I appreciate got a that. Great Thank you. Yeah. Well, when you get to the set, what what do you do? do? When you get to the set, because you have relationships off of the set, away from the cameras, either good ones or bad ones. I'm not going to ask what's good and what's bad. But then when you get into the scene, you have to be somebody completely different and do something different. And from what I know of you, you're similar to the character we all know, but you're not the same guy exactly. So how does that, that, is there a switch, Kevin? How do you do that?
1: Yeah. you know, every set is different depending on what it is that you're working on. Um, you know, uh, the the best thing about entourage was that it was just such a blast to be there. Um, so it wasn't as intense, and I think okay. the more fun we were having between takes, the more that translated uh on the screen. So entourage was pretty was pretty lax, but you know, some things are, and and also it's you have to. It, it depends on what what the scene is. Some days it's a sensitive scene if somebody's crying or. Somebody has to hit a certain level of emotion. Uh, Then you have to kind of dial in and, you know, by the way, read the room, Joe. You got to read. the room.
0: No, a hundred percent. I couldn't couldn't agree more. I mean, in any business, you've got to read the room, but then you have to be somebody that you're not, which is so incredibly different for me. I I can't think to myself if I had to play the role of whatever guy in whatever movie, could I actually do that? I think it would still come off as me. How much of you is in the characters that you play? Is it a lot? Well, I is think it a little
1: not a lot. I, I, I think every everyone is different Um, with entourage, uh, obviously, because I've been kicking around Hollywood for so long. Maybe yeah. there are similarities. But, um, you know, listen, it's it's uh, I've been, you know, Joe, I started acting in 1980. I've been, Stop it. <laughs> that was my. Thir- yeah. You yeah, we, so, we were what?
0: Five or six years old. How is that possible? I was
1: I was. Yeah, I was six years old. Yeah, oh, like, wow. <laughs> I know. Pretty wild. So I've been doing it for so long. That I honestly don't, I guess it's just sort of like a muscle if you were, you know, okay. by the way, I wish I was playing, started playing golf when I was six. But I mean, I, I've become so, <laughs> so accustomed to be able to sort of, you know, adjust to it when I okay. get set. But um, yeah, I've been just do, doing it for so long. I mean, that's pretty, pretty wild. Uh, a lot of, a lot of hours on the Long Island Expressway on my way into manhattan for auditions so.
0: the old lie yeah uh it's kevin dot <laughs> com. yeah uh go to mr kevin Conley over on twitter go follow him there and go and watch everything he's ever done because he's an amazing actor what's the difference between being the actor alone and being the actor and the producer does that mean that you that you're financially tied to it as well therefore there's a different aspect of it No,
1: the uh, the producing uh aspect takes on a lot of different aspects it's the producer that actually pays for it right which okay. is a big part of the battle, obviously. Yes. But then there's physically producing it and making a budget and figuring out where you're going to shoot and there's just a lot of red tape. So uh, yeah, it go, It takes on it takes on a lot of different forms as a producer. Um, I love directing as well. I, I again, I've been doing it for so long that eventually you just develop other interests, right? So you know, you just find yourselves in these different parts of the business. So
0: did you guys ever think that Entourage would be what it became? You you go in the first season, the first episode. <laughs> what did you think it was going to be?
1: you know you could always have again in hindsight is 2020 20, but at the time yeah. it was just a pilot right so um no i don't anybody that could say that it, they knew it was going to be what it actually became would be i don't know they would be lying i mean i i think everybody felt good about it but um it's just a unique timing that it was just sort of lightning in a bottle you know uh it, it, would, it would be interesting to see <laughs> i'm guessing there would probably be a different reaction today for obvious reasons, yeah, um, right. But yeah, it was just the right time for it, you know.
0: So, so you probably couldn't get away with some of the things you got away with then.
1: Well, it's funny, you know. I'm not like a huge reboot guy in general, but right. uh, you know, the one thing that would be actually funny is to see these guys trying to navigate the new, uh, the new Hollywood, if you will. <laughs> you know? That's true. I mean, that,
0: that that alone would
1: be worth a look.
0: So, uh, in watching the show, you guys appear to be having unbelievable amounts of fun. And I'm guessing some of that was actual genuine. Now, you act so well, I couldn't really tell. I'll be honest with you, but it looked like it was absolute fun. Before we started today, you're you like hung up with Kevin. You're like, yeah, he, he's <laughs> he's he's like putting the ball right now. I have to go. I got to go talk to Joe. So you guys, I'm I'm guessing still very tight afterwards.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, listen, we're we're literally sitting there, and Kevin's like, dude, I hate to do this to you but I'm looking at a long birdie putt right now, and everybody at the course is staring at me, so I will have to call you back. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're great friends. And listen, Joe, if I if I were ever fortunate enough to be on a, on a show that had that kind of a run, I could win Oscars. It, it would never be there will never be a better experience gotcha. on a set for an actor ever. It's it's impossible. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You could have an equally as good experience, but it will always be different. That was just a unique a unique thing. And it just happened so fast, you know,
0: so let's, let's say it was that that successful because of the acting. Let's just say, let's put that on the top shelf. The acting was, was amazing. That's why it was so good. But then let's go to the second tier. You guys let us in. You let us in on the day in the life of somebody many aspire to be and never will be. Right. And, and you, you showed us, you know, the cracks as well. It wasn't all, all shiny. It was rough right. sometimes. And holy crap, you have to do what? Why do I have to do that? Who are you? And the scheduling and the everything else. And then trying to find yourself while working that busy, crazy, um, uh, crazy schedule. I mean, you, you showed us. It was, in, it was like, Psst, watch this. It was like inside baseball. Do you, you agree with me that that's why it worked?
1: Yeah. And, you know, b- before entourage, sh- traditionally Hollywood shows didn't quote unquote do very well. Yes. Um, but this was just a unique look behind the curtain that um, connected the people. And I think it's because, you know, we we're d- a lot. The cast were just like regular guys. Like we're all from New York, some different part of it. Uh, right. We were all at a certain point in our career. And, uh, you know, I like always said we probably wouldn't have gotten that job on, on a network. You know, you Did something. Um. There's something a little rough about the cast. I don't know that that we they cast us on on NBC at that point, you know. So, um, but yeah, I have a question, Joe. I have a question. Yeah, I, have a question. I, I I probably Anything. did look up the, the Twitter talk. Let's talk about uh, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. What are you What are you thinking?
0: Talk. They're about. absolutely real. Well, when when you've got a a congressional commission that sits down and is asking people questions about whether they're real, and these people that like work. In high levels of government, say, "Oh yeah, they're real, and we actually have the bodies." <laughs> At that point, we're like, "Okay, you've hidden it from us long enough. Now the cat's out of the bag." I mean, without a right. doubt, they are real, and and uh, because I don't think that you would sit in front of a, a a committee of the House of Representatives and lie about that. There's no reason to. But now, right. before you and before that testimony, did you believe in them?
1: I mean, listen, I've always I'm like everybody else. You you know you you have to consider it, but there was I I. I, we joked around the office. I'm like, you guys are all just walking around. Are you looking what's happening on TV? The government right. is admitting that we have <laughs> UFOs. And <laughs> you guys are admitted. out in the back. They're outside smoking cigarettes. I'm like, guys, what is going on? Right. And, and and then, and I, 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 oh, we knew that. I'm like, yeah, but now they're confirming it in front of right. Congress. But but it And then it dropped off the face of the earth, Joe. So right. what's happening?
0: Well, like, what, like, what, the what's the happening is. Right now, what? Well well, they're like, okay, somebody just admitted that we have the bodies of aliens somewhere, and now people are gonna wanna see the bodies of aliens, so we have to run some interference. Hey, look at Trump. Look at Trump screwing up again. Hey, we gotta go get Trump. Hey, look at I Hunter am. Biden's thing, I hey, am. look at the special counsel. You know, we got all this diversion going on. And you're right, Kevin, from that day we haven't heard one more word about it, and they don't want us to ask one more question about it. Without a doubt. But they're real. I mean, They've proven it now.
1: Right, but well, are they going to march out a guy? Do they march out a green guy? Are we going to get to see <laughs> the green guy? That's right. Because well, that's what it's going to take in this office. Until there's a green guy in the I got office, nobody's going to believe it. Except me. No,
0: On man. TMZ, Kevin Conley believes in aliens, <laughs> and Joe Pags, the conservative <laughs> nut job. <Agree laughs> <Yeah>. with him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Hey, Joe, well, bro- anytime, man. Uh,
0: but brother there's a little bit of a delay and, and, and i appreciate you hanging with that I, i'm so glad to, to make friends with you let's hang out again we're in the same city we definitely got to go grab something to eat all right
1: all right sounds good Pags. good luck
0: i'll talk to you Kevin, soon I, I appreciate you we're back after this stay right here
1: this is the joe pad show
0: Great to have kevin on the program uh keep in mind there is three or four more minutes there are three or four more minutes of that interview that i didn't have time to air tonight i'm going to put those up on rumble rumble.com slash joe Pags, or on youtube youtube.com slash joe talk show have a great night for Apollo, for sam for carium joe we'll see you this is the joe Pags show